Welcome back to Twigs on the Rocks. I'm Leo Blonder, this is Abe Lovich, and since the season has just begun, we are going to do our annual predictions episode. Last year we had one. I did a lot better than Abe. But okay. No, it's all right. It's all right. Um, so yeah, pretty much we'll just be going over our predictions for each division standings. The our, sorry, our award predictions, so it's like the Rocket Richard, the Heart, you know, all that fun stuff. And also our Stanley Cup final predictions with the winners included. Um, if you want to check out last year's episode, it's episode 28. I absolutely, I absolutely whooped Abe's butt. Um, I got almost all of them right. He got almost all of them wrong. But it's, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Maybe. Okay. So I'll give it to you that you got most of last year's right over me. Okay. I'll, I'll concede that. I'll give it to you. Haven't exactly gone over the, the exact numbers myself, but I think this year, I think you'll really like what I have to bring to the table. Like, I think you'll like what I have to see. And I'm pretty confident in my picks. All right. I'm actually pretty confident in both of our picks for the Atlantic division for the fact that they are almost like the same thing. Uh, the only difference is a switch of two teams that we're going to go over. I'm going to say mine first. We got go Tampa. Ahead. At number one, Toronto, number two, they're just such a good regular season explosive team. Boston, number three. Like, I'm putting them number three and not a little higher because they don't have Rasmus and Krejci, but number three. Number four is Florida, under underrated team. Honestly, I could really see any of these top four shifting anywhere. I'd say Tampa's a lock for the playoffs, but the other three I could just really see really Toronto, Boston, Florida be any order in two, three, four, and I wouldn't be surprised. And then I feel like five through eight is honestly like, pretty set we got montreal who's like pretty good but not great not as good as the top four but not nearly as bad as the bottom three and ottawa detroit and buffalo i think buffalo's last just because they're awful okay i i agree with you on most of this list i agree with you 100 percent on five to eight montreal then ottawa detroit then buffalo even though montreal made the cup last year i think that was a little bit of a fluke they got good players but the offseason is kind of in shambles Especially since Carey Price is going to have a larger, reduced. Is it a more of a reduced role, or is he now like not going to play? Well, he like took a step back, and if he does come back, he's still like kind of dealing with part of his injury, and it's just it's a whole mess right now. Yeah. So, but the difference here is I have my first is Tampa. I agree with you. Obviously, best team in the league here. And then my second, I actually am going to go with the Florida Panthers. I'll explain my reasoning. They, I'd say they have one of the. This team has one of the best depth in hockey right now. And not to mention star-studded team with players like Alexander Barkov. And especially with a with a hot new rookie with Spencer Knight. And then also got, got love Jonathan Huberdeau. And a few more rookies like Anton Lundell. I'm excited to see that. But the one question with my team here is in the is in their goaltending. They got Bob Roski and Spencer Knight, like I said, but I don't know if I trust Bob Zorowski so much, but I trust him a bit more than the Toronto Maple Leafs goalies with Jack Campbell and Peter Morozik. I think I trust him a little more because this is his defining year. If he has any incentive, this is the year, especially with such a star-studded, dominant team. And then I got Boston third. I love them. They're a great team. They took a bit of a hit this offseason, losing to Kravask and David Krejci. And then after that, I got Toronto. Yes, they're an explosive regular season team. That's fair, but I don't see them being better than the dominant Florida, obviously Tampa. And there's no way I'm going to put Boston below Toronto. So, and then Toronto took a hit this offseason. They lost Zach Hyman and gained, and then they also like Frederick Anderson, but then they gained um, Peter Morozik and um, uh, Andre Shikasha and Nick Ritchie to add a bit more depth. But I, what I really dislike about Toronto is their defense. If, you're start, if your best defenseman is like Mike Riley, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, I mean, Morgan Riley. They also have Jake Morgan. Morgan, sorry. Oh, it's got M. Riley. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 
I know, but it's just like they're so late. They got Matthews. I understand he's out for the first week, but Matthews, Marner, Nylander, like the forwards are so explosive. They can win regular season games six to four with no problem. I don't think they're going to go past the first round in the playoffs. They're not a built for a playoff team. Never was. Yeah, and um, Florida, I, like they're, they definitely have more depth. They're definitely more sound defensively. However, I'm just like, I'm just not completely sold on them. Yes, they do have Barkov and Huberto, but like, I don't know. I just feel like Boston will be better because I feel like I understand Florida is very deep, but Boston has the perfection line, best line in hockey, in my opinion. And that's why I, I have Boston over Florida. And then Toronto, I just feel like they can win any game in the regular season six to four just to get whooped in the playoffs. Because really, I can't. I mean, the only team with an elite goaltender in this division is Tampa. Right now, yes, Boston's a nice tandem in Olmark and Swayman. Florida has a nice tandem in uh, Bobrovsky and Knight. But, like, the only team with a true elite goaltender in this division right now. I'm not saying Bobrovsky wasn't. I'm not saying Spencer Knight will be. But as of right now, I feel like the only elite star starting goaltender in this league goes to Tampa. I agree. That's why, I mean, yes, they did win the first game over Detroit 7-6. to six, But I'm still having – or their second game, sorry. Yesterday they played. They won seven to six, but um, it's actually a really nice comeback. And yeah, also Boston locking down Charlie McAvoy eight years, nine point five mil. So Love I, the deal. I know. I I just feel like I mean I just Boston and Tampa are inevitable to meet the second round. Like honestly, I would love if the Bruins played Toronto in the first round just because I know they're gonna win because history. Yeah, one history, two. I feel like Toronto. They're also very top heavy, and they lost Felino and yeah. Who's now on Boston? And then, also, like, I see, like, I really get your reasoning. It makes sense to me. But I still think I'm going to pick Florida. I'm really high on this team. You'll see why a little bit later. But now let's go on to the Metro Division. I'll get us started with my picks. And first, I'm going to go with the Carolina Hurricanes for many reasons. Star-studded offense. New vamped goalie with Frederick Anderson, which they swapped with the Leafs. I think he'll do better here. Good defense as well. And then I'm going to put after them the New York Islanders, which, talking about defense, Easily one of the best teams defensively in the league. Obviously, you got that Pel- like uh, Pelic, um, Pelak, and more. They signed Char in the offseason, too. And still, they got the talent with Matt Barzal, too. And then third, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Yes, they, they were dominant last year, especially with being a very injured team. But this year, I don't have them being better than Carolina or New York Islanders. And then after that, I got Washington. I feel like they're regressing a little bit. I trust Ovi, but not so much of their team. Backstrom's hurt long-term, and everything else on the team's a little shaky. After that is when the teams get a little worse, in my opinion. You got the Rangers. They're a very, very young team. Lots of potential here still, especially with – and got the stars with Artemi Panarin. But it was, we'll have to really see how the goaltending holds up with uh, Igor Shosturkin and then how their defense plays. After that, going to go with New Jersey. The reason they're in 6th, not 7th or 8th, is the addition of Dougie Hamilton, in my opinion. Everyone seems to be very hopped up on Jack Hughes this offseason. I don't think I'll see it. I think he needs another year or two. After that's Philly, I've lost all faith in Carter Hart. I'm sorry. I'm not going to explain more. And then you got Columbus, because a team made up of draft picks can't exactly win. All right. All right. I understand you're saying Carolina and New York are going to be very good. And I do agree. However... I do think New York should actually be, or sorry, the New York Islanders should be the number one uh, team in this division. I'm just so high on them this year. Not only, like, they have Sir Rorkin and Barlamov, yes, Barlamov's out for a little bit, but it's okay. They have, they have great goaltending. They have great, like, they play their style. They'll win every game 2-1, to 3-2 to two if they have to. Like, they're going to win these close games. They're going to win these, like, 
hard-fought close games. And, like, honestly, I, that's why I feel like they're going to be number one. Yes, they did lose to Carolina 6-3 yesterday. Case in point. However, it's been one game. True. Okay? There are 81 other games. Last year, one game is one out of 56. It counted a little more. But, um... I don't know, but I just feel like I mean. Also, it takes a couple. Of, you know, just gotta gotta get yourself the midseason form. Um, yeah, but I have New York going number one. I just feel like you know, it's their like they made it to the conference finals two years in a row, and like you know, maybe the first year in the bubble, oh, it's a fluke. Second year, no. Nah, I mean, like they beat Washington, they end up beating Boston. They did lose to Tampa again, but I mean, they're so good. I don't know. They Carolina. are a great team. That's why I put them in second. That's still pretty Carolina, good. Carolina, number two, also a great team. For pretty much the same reasons you said. Putting Washington third. I oh. mean, I know, I know. But they're, just, they're, they're really good, but they just don't have, like, I feel like they're not good enough to win the cup. And not at like, all. They're just, like, they're just kind of, like, they're good. I mean, honestly, they might, you know. Backstrom will come back. Ovi's really good. Carlson, you know, they have, they have the same core pieces that they had uh, the past couple years. But I just feel like, I, feel like, I don't know. Washington, they're good. Fourth, I got Philly. Yes, they had a massive Whoa. down year last year. However, I just I just do feel like like I don't know. They're 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 a good team. Philadelphia, you know, they're they're good. Like, yes, they did trade Voracek. They do have Cam Atkinson. Carter Hart will have a bounce back here, most likely. I just I just I just mean like, okay, I, I got I got faith in them. Next up, okay, all right. Next up, I got Pittsburgh. Solid team. I don't know. Number five, just kind of slide in there, Crosby. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're chilling, they're chilling. Um, six, we got New Jersey. I think they're, they'll, they'll be pretty good. I feel like Jack Hughes have a little breakout year, Nico Pichu a little breakout. You know, I, I, we'll see. That's why they're six, not seven. That's fair. Seventh, I actually have the Rangers. They traded pretty much their entire team to be anti-Tom Wilson. <laughs> and what's ironic about that is they lost their first game in the Capitals 5-1. to one. Literally, their, their team is made to just be the Capitals, and they can't even do that. Like, it's sad. That's really funny. I, they're zero and two right now. Like, it's not. I feel like trading Bujnevich for Sammy Blay was like not the move. Last, I got Columbus. Now, did they win eight two yesterday? Yes. But if you look at Money Puck, they actually should have only had a seventeen point seven percent chance on the deserved to win a meter. Um, they just like Arizona outplayed them the entire game. But, yeah. Some games just can't go your way. Some games just don't go your way. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this division. I feel like. Even though I have New Jersey sixth, um, I just feel like really any team could honestly win this division. Uh, like, sorry, make make the playoffs. I feel like New York should win. Yeah, that's fair. I could see any team like Carter Hart can prove me wrong, and then I def like I like I definitely agree with you on um, Columbus. There, they're just not the team. They just got so lucky last time. A lot of bouncing pucks went their way, but I don't really. I don't really believe that so many of these young devil stars can have that breakout year. I just don't really see it. Yeah, that's why I have them sixth. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so do you. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got the Central Division. First place, we got Colorado. It's a no-brainer. Easy. If you, if you argue that, you're just, you're just incorrect. You clearly haven't watched a game of hockey in your life, if you would say that. Next up, I have Chicago. Yes, they did lose to Colorado in the first game of the season. However, they're getting flurry. They're getting... Seth Jones, uh, I mean, or they got Flair, they got Jones. They're they're getting Caves back. Kane's still there. Doc's still there. Like, like they're, they're a solid team. They're still really good. Look, honestly, this division, we got number one, and then number seven through eight can be literally anyone. Yeah, that's true. I feel like, like again. That's Except another. for maybe the bottom 
Arizona. Aside from maybe Arizona. Yeah. St. Louis, I feel like, could make the playoffs. Uh, they were surprising last year. I know. Surprisingly bad. <laughs> and then we got Minnesota at number three. Kaprizov's coming back. They're a solid team overall. Dallas, number four. I understand they were all hurt last year, but they're, they're coming back. Uh, we kind of forget how good their team was a couple years ago. And Braden Holpe, new addition, playing really well. Uh, then we got St. Louis in, uh, in fifth, Winnipeg in sixth. I just, I, it's kind of Winnipeg. I don't know if I should put them at like two, if I should put them at like six. I have an answer for that. Hellebuck is like, he's really good. So Shifley, so it's Wheeler, but like, I, I don't know. It's just it's a team that like it looks good on paper, but sometimes kind of underperforms. Next up, we got Nashville at seven. They're kind of all right. And then Arizona in eighth, who is like, I mean, they lost eight two yesterday. They probably should have won, but like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's just Arizona. I guess I gotta put them last because all the other teams are pretty good. Yeah. Um. I would agree with you on Colorado. Obviously, easily one of the most dominant teams in the league, let alone this division. And then when things get interesting, interesting is my number two spot. I'm gonna go with the Winnipeg Jets. Yes, they set up. Yes, they lost four to one a couple last night, and yes, they haven't been producing as much as they should be. But Hellebuyck is. Easily one of the best goalies in the league. And then not to mention, even if you look at the 1-4 to four loss, they have a 60.5% on the deserver meter, similar to how, not to the same extent on Columbus's win, but still not as much of a whooping as it looks. And they're clearly a very well-rounded team, and they got, and I think they got what it takes to become second in this tough division. After that, easily agree with you on Minnesota. I agree with you on what you said, especially Krill the Thrill. After that, Dallas, I also agree with you. Not really so much more to add there. Then after it, and then after them, I'm gonna put Chicago. Yes, they got a lot of pieces, but I don't know if I trust Mark Andre Fleury as much. Like, yes, he was easily a Vesna caliber, or he won the Vesna, right? Uh, uh, okay, he's nominated. I kind yeah. of forgot who so won. he was spectacular last year in Vegas, but now he's moving to a team with yes, Seth Jones on defense, but not much else good on the defensive side in front of him. And the team in front of them is is like they're good and they're hopped up, but I don't feel like they're good enough to beat the healthy Dallas and the electric Minnesota or the Winnipeg Jets, who I feel is easily the second best team here. Not easily, but definitely the second best team. After that, that's when I'd rate the work or bad by NHL standards. Obviously, these are all professional hockey teams. St. Louis, I feel like they just got a little worse off the offseason, and Bennington really don't. He really just sunk that ship. And then after them, I'm going to go with Nashville. Yes, they have Sars in there. Lots of really good pieces with like Alcom and um, Yossi and a few more. Good def- defense, but I just don't really see them being well-rounded enough or even a powerful enough team to beat anyone else in this division except for the Arizona Coyotes. They have the best jer- one of the best jerseys in the league, but you need to have better people who fill them aside from like Phil Kessel. Uh, I mean, they do have, like, Clayton Keller. They, they have some nice pieces, but I just don't think it's nice enough to, you know, like, win that many games in this division. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I mean, like, Bennington, I totally agree with you. After he got a 6-by-6 six six in the middle of last season, he just he was working for the contract extension, and then he was just like, ah, who cares? I'm going to pay $36 million over the next six seasons, you know? I made my made my life's worth, so we're chilling now. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this division could really go. It's Colorado 1. The rest is really just a mystery, but um, no, we'll find out. We'll find out, you know. Yeah. We'll see. All right, let's take it to the Pacific Division. This the fourth and final. 
I'll get us started. I think the one, two to three has a, some big gaps between and what I think the points are going to be. I think Vegas is going to come in first. Then a little bit behind them is going to be the Vancouver Canucks. And then behind them, Edmonton. Vegas is clearly the most dominant team here. And I trust um, Robin Leonard. If Vegas trusts them to ship off Marc-Andre Fleury to save seven mil, I trust him too. They got, they've been doing great on the managing side of things so far ever since they joined the league. And after that, going to go with Vancouver. They, they re-signed and gave extensions to their stars, Elias Peterson, Quinn Hughes. Not to mention, I love Thatcher Demko. I think he's showing so much promise and he's going to do some great things this season. After that, I feel like it'd be kind of wrong to put Edmonton anywhere else but third. Obviously, you got Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisel. It's hard to argue with that. Rest of the team, not so much talking about. Even though they're still so dominant, and the rest of the team, they're all players. They get, they did get Zach Hyman, who's been pretty good lately. But so I think that they're gonna keep that up. They're not gonna be able to beat Vancouver, Vegas, but I'm gonna put them at third. After that, a bit, a little bit controversial. I'm gonna go with the new Seattle Kraken in fourth. Uh, they got there so much depth on that team. Uh, I think it was um, who was the guy who scored the first goal for them in the game uh, that they lost? Was it Donato? Yes, yes, it was yeah. Ryan Donato. Thank you, former Bruin, by the way. So that's why I have him a little picked out in my mind. And I think a well-rounded team. I trust Grubauer. He was phenomenal on Colorado last year. Then I'm going to go with the Kings. They got a lot of potential, especially with rookie Quinton Byfield, who is not going to be playing so much. And then they got the age two with Anze Kopitar and um, Drew Doughty. But they got the experience. I don't think they're going to be well-depthed enough or have or just be a good enough team to beat anyone else I mentioned. After that, I'm going to go with Calgary. Um, I think Johnny Gurdow, he's been great. He's a great player, but he ain't doing anything over there. And I think Markstrom's their goalie now. He was fine. Everything about this team is very okay. Not Nothing really too great. Nothing really so, oh, God, that's awful. But speaking of awful, I'm going to go to Anaheim. They are, if, every, if the only thing the team talks about or the fans of the team talk about is your rookies, I'm sorry, you're not the best. You, you're not a good team. We're not a good team for now. In oh, the future, oh, in the future. Maybe give it five years, they'll be good. Who knows what happens then? And after that, the only team left, I'm going to go with put San Jose Sharks in last. They don't really got much. Every single one of the stars they've ever traded for is not very good. Fair enough. Uh, I have a somewhat similar list, I guess. I don't know. Vegas, we got number one. No surprise. You know why. Number two, I'm going to Seattle. Um, I, I honestly, I did this list before. The season started, and I had them sixth, and I was like, you know, they're kind of a new team. It's whatever. They won't do what Vegas did because they don't have one of the best goalies of all time. It's whatever. You know, Group was playing really well. Um, Yeah, and so I'm actually putting them number two. They played really well against Vegas. They lost on a BS call. Like It was pretty clear he kicked the puck in, and Vegas got awarded the goal. Um, And, yeah, it was just – it was just – I don't know, and then they ended up beating Nashville, and they, they looked good throughout the last few games, right? Like, they looked like a team that's played together for years and years and years. So, I don't know. Seattle up to third, we got Vancouver. I mean, Pedersen, Hughes, there you go. Also, Bo Horvat, you know, solid team, solid team. Number four, we got Edmonton. I mean, McDavid, Dreisaitl, how, how could you not? How could, how could you not put, put them there? I feel like... Ugh. They're also like a really good regular season team, and they just can't do anything. I mean, they yeah. they were the they were the five seed, played the twelve seed, seeded um Chicago Blackhawks in the bubble, and they lost. Like, 
not looking too good. I mean, they're just like not built for class. Yes, they did get Zach Hyman, but like, how is that going to help your defensive issues? Yeah. I mean, like, great, you can win a game six, like, six to five in the regular season, but like, yeah, in the playoffs, like, no, you're not. Like, this doesn't, this does not happen. Fifth, or sorry, sixth, no, fifth. I got L.A. Um, yeah, LA Kings. Cal Peterson from Iowa. That's my boy. Um, he'll be fine, I guess. But um, yeah, and also just like the rest of the team, they're kind of mid, I guess. Like, so Dowdy, but just Agus Prime, just like Kopitar and and whatever. Next up, we got. Next up, we got Calgary. I mean, as, as what you said, they're, they're just, like, okay. They kind of slide in there. But I actually disagree with you the last two. I'm going to San Jose at seven and I'm at eight. They're just, they're just a more skilled team. Are they a little discombobulated right now? Yes. However, they are a way better team than Anaheim. And then Anaheim can last because they're just, like, not good. Wow. I think putting Seattle at two, that's pretty bold, especially only two games into the season looking at that. But I definitely get your reason of why they were looking nice. Obviously, expansion teams have a bit of an advantage in the way things are run. But it's just what it is. Um, in terms of the bottom two, San Jose versus Anaheim, uh, yes, a little bit more. But I think I trust I have trust in um, Anaheim's older players a little bit more than in San Jose's with like Ryan Getzlaff and more. Um, but other than that, like I see why you say that. But I don't think I can see Seattle beating Vancouver or Edmonton. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Seattle's a wild card. They could come in last for all I know, but putting them at number two. Bold pick, because I know when I look back at this, I'm going to be like, wow, Leo, that was so stupid, or wow, Leo, you're the smartest person of all time. <laughs> Probably, but let's move on to our trophy section. Let's get started with the Rocket Richard. I think, in my personal opinion, I don't think Matthews can stay that dominant for so long. Ovechkin, he's getting a little older. He has a lot less health. And post and um I don't and I don't really think maybe Posnock would be a pretty good fit with it, but I'm gonna go with the greatest player in the league right now, Connor McDavid. Guy got the speed, guy got the scale. You've all seen his numbers. It's hard to argue. Yeah. Um my pick is, you know, so some would say it's very common. Some would say it's not, you know. But is it something I did in the past? My pick is Tyler Bertuzzi. He is on pace for 328 goals. Um, he scored four goals in the first game. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> my actual pick is Austin Matthews. He's uh, I mean, he's the betting favorite for a reason. Um, you know, I mean, it's Matthews. Like, how how could you not pick him? He's, he scores so many goals, and especially like, okay, I understand last year he might like maybe because the defense in his division was not very good. However. He's just I I don't know the Maple Leafs just score a ton of goals. Matthews obviously the first line center. He's picked number one overall for a reason. Is he better than McDavid overall wise? Like no, but is he a better goal scorer? Like yeah. So that's what I'm going with Matthews. That's like yeah. I see why you do that. He's easily the favorite, but I just I think I have a bit I have less faith in him as he's having a lot less help. His team is not as good, and guy definitely has the spirit right now. But let's move on to the Hart Trophy. I'm going to get get it off with, I think, one of the favorites, Nathan McKinnon. Yes, he has COVID, but he's also asymptomatic. And he has so much help around him to help him to get all of those things. And I think he's clearly just one of the best players in hockey right now. Uh, I'm actually going for McDavid because, I mean, as I said before, he's the best part of the league, but over McKinnon because McKinnon, you're right, does COVID. And, yes, he is asymptomatic. However, it still messes with your lungs a lot. And it's like I know a lot of people who are asymptomatic, Right, like I know this person 
who was a really competitive swimmer got COVID and then is kind of like kind of mid tier now because their lungs are not built to back up and they should like they got COVID like a couple months ago. It's just now it's swim season. They just can't really do that. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. So I'm going going McDavid. Also, I feel like even if McKinnon didn't get COVID, McDavid's just such a safe pick because it's Connor McDavid. He's just so good. He's by far the best player in the NHL. I mean, there's a reason for that. You said it before. But like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if McKinnon won either. Yeah, uh, like I see that. But looking at McKinnon and him getting COVID, his teammates have been making fun of him for basically being one of the healthiest people. And and we still get hopefully he'll play better, even though healthy people can still be extremely affected by COVID. Yeah, I still think, I think he knows what he's doing. He's not a, an idiot. I think he can win the heart. All right, whatever. Uh, agreed. I mean, we both think obviously the respect players are very good. However, True. we got we got slightly different. Well, agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. All right, Vesna Trophy winner. I got the back to back Vesna Trophy winner, Mark Andre Fleury, or hopefully back to back. Um, revenge tour with the Blackhawks. I mean. Like, he's probably pissed at Vegas. Like, they, they seriously picked a Leonard over him. He literally just won the Vesna. Nah, nah, nah. He's pissed. I mean, he has a night. Like, I mean, they got Seth Jones. Like, they have, a, like, a pretty solid decor. This is as good as Vegas is, like, probably not. But still, he's yeah. mad. And he's going to win the Vesna. And even if, like, I mean, like, do I, like, is he the favorite? Like, no, nah, it's probably Vasilevsky. However, ooh, I, I think it would be sick if Leonard won the Vesna. That would be awesome. I love the story. I would be so happy if he did. But it's kind of hard to argue with the back-to-back Stanley Cup champion, Andre Vasilevsky. Guy is nuts. He's clearly been so dominant. Yes, Flurry won the Vesna last year, but I think Vasilevsky's defense hasn't changed, and I think he's he's going for it. Uh, I mean, yeah, Vasilevsky's really good. I, I just like, I mean, like, I, there's not much I can argue against it. He's, he's obviously, I mean like, one of the best goalies in the world. There's a reason why he's back-to-back Stanley Cup champion. In, like, the last seven clinching games, he's got in a shutout, which is, like, ridiculous. Or no. serious clinching. But, um, yeah, I'm just going flurry, six-story, also top goalie in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, like, I think that's a pretty good pick, but I'm just going to stick with Vasi. Let's move on to the Calder Trophy. I think I'm going to go with the Habs favorite. Hate the Habs. Love Cole Caulfield. Guy was nuts in the playoffs. I think he showed so much promise. I think he can really take it. Like, I don't think he'll be great for the team, but in terms of the Calder Trophy, going to go with Cole Caulfield. Yeah, I mean, he did do that for, like, 20 or so games in the playoffs. However, that was not – I was just a little bit for the playoffs, you know. This, this, I mean, yes, I do love Cole Caulfield, but great for Team USA. It was great for Wisconsin. Saw him on TV a couple times. Um yeah, but I'm going to go with Jeremy Swayman. Wow. Yes, there, I know he is not a favorite at all. However, I mean, like, he, I legit think he can take the starting role from Linus Olmark because they, the Bruins announced that Swayman's starting on the opening uh, or the, the first game. And just, like, Olmark kind of sucked in the preseason. I understand his preseason, not that much. But, like, Swayman, he was great last year. He was great in the playoffs. So I just think it'll continue into this year. And that's what I'm going Jeremy Swayman for Calder. Even if Rask comes back towards the end, he's still coming off an injury. I can't imagine Rask gets that big of a role. And I still think Swayman is just going to get the majority of the playing time. I wish you're right. Oh, I would it. love it if it was Jeremy Swayman. But if I'm going to like really think about this, like I'm going to keep it at Cole Caulfield. This guy's nuts. He's one of the favorites for a reason. He has he's he's more NHL experience than a lot of these guys. And I 
Yeah, and the playoffs are have a bit more intensity. I think he'll find the regular the regular season a little bit more relaxed than his star-studded playoff performance. All right, all right. Uh, moving on, we got the Norris Trophy winners. Me and Abe both picked great young defensemen who got contract extensions this offseason. I'm going with Kel McCarr, though. I really wish it would be McAvoy. That'd be sick. I'm a huge Bruins fan. However, I just Kel McCarr is just not on this planet. He's so good. Like he's he's great at everything: offense, defense, playmaking, like any single thing you can ask for in a player. Kale McCarr has, and he's such a great addition to the Avalanche blue line. It's just, it's just crazy. He fits with everyone, and that's why I'm going. Like he's the Norris. Like I mean, like there's I can't go too in depth. Like oh, he's this great story. I mean, he's just so good. That's fair. If I if I'm not if I were not to go Charlie McAvoy, I'd go Kale McCarr. That's pretty easy. But I'm gonna go with Charlie McAvoy here. He's fitting on Boston nice. Boston had a lot of pieces on defensemen. His pairing's going to be switched around. He's going to be fed a little bit more offensively. He has a phenomenal shot. He's great playmaking abilities, and he's great on the one-on-one defense, not to mention his teamwork on the ice. He's the great connection defensively with every single one of his teammates. I think he can really get the Norris this year. It's a great pick. I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, McAvoy is literally going to play half the time. Power play, one. Penalty kill, one. You know, first he's, line. He's going to get like 30, 35 minutes a no, game. He will not get 35. Okay, minutes not 35. But he might get, get like, like 27. That's still ridiculous. That, ridiculous. that was a bit more of an exaggeration. But he's, I think, I think he's a good pick here. But let's move on to the Jack Adams trophy. I'm going to go with Joel Crennanville, Coach Q of the Florida Panthers. I said I was hopped up on Florida. I didn't want to give away my full reasoning in the. Atlantic Division section because I wanted to go in-depth on Joel Quenneville here. The guy is nuts. The way he leads and coaches that team is phenomenal. He brings all of those star-studded pieces and even the lesser good pieces on Florida together to make this great team. That was a powerhouse last year. I think he could really take the team far. All right, I'm going to go with Barry Trotz. I mean, I just feel like the Islanders are going to go so far this year. They've been great the last two years. I mean, like, literally from their top line down to their fourth line. And their whole like decors, they're just so good. Have a great tandem and net. Is 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 either one of them like a bona fide superstar goal? No, but I mean, they both have proper rest for each game for the fact that they, you know, can pretty much switch off. But um, yeah, I'm going Barry Trotz. I mean, if the Islanders go far and like do really well in the regular season, I feel like he's definitely gonna win the uh Jack Adams Award. Speaking of the Islanders, for my cup final pick, I'm going to go with away. Colorado over the Islanders. I mean, I I do think it'd be cool if, you know, all what I said came true. Actually, not really, because I would want the Bruins to win. But, like, I mean, I just feel like they're so good, and they're finally going to break through. They're going to win? No, because Colorado's also going to break through and win. Yeah, um, I actually, like, I know this is going to make it a little boring, but I agree with you on Colorado winning the cup. <laughs> But if we're going to look at the East, I'm going to go with the Florida Panthers. I said, I talked about how how dominant they were on all their little pieces. They got stars, Barkov, Huberto. They got the defense with, um, sorry. I'm just, they got Ekblad. Yes, thank you, Aaron Ekblad, and a lot more. Their depth is great. They got piece, great pieces like Sam Bennett, Nolichari, Anthony Duclair, Patrick Hornquist, and great rookies too, especially if they pan out well. They'll be a good addition to the team. I think that. They'll win the East, but Colorado is just such a powerhouse, and I can't really see Tampa winning so many times. No, I'm honestly shocked Colorado hasn't won with their core yet. Yeah, it's surprising. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Abe Lovich. This is Leo Blotner. We are Twigs and Rocks, and have a great season.